You're listening to the Haunt Girls Podcast. The show where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, haunts, horror, and everything in between. I'm Allie. I'm Nikki. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I am going to eat your soul. Welcome back to the Haunt Girls Podcast. As always, I'm Allie. I'm Nikki. And today we are celebrating our 10th episode. Woo! Double digits. We made it. We're never leaving. I told Nikki, I was like, okay, so our 10th episode, if we do one a week, we've got to be like two months in, right? And we looked and we're not even two months in. Well, because we had that double feature that one week. Yeah. So we did give you guys so we're a little early we're not quite two months in but we did hit our 10th episode and we also broke 500 followers on twitter Uh uh-huh and we keep growing yeah we're almost at 600 now. i know in honor of our 10th episode and breaking 500 which is now almost 600 um we wanted to do kind of a q a and let everyone ask us some questions that are related to hhn or haunts or horror or really anything you wanted so Uh uh, we got some really great questions that we're gonna go through today um but first Nikki, do we have any updates in construction news, anything like that? Not really. No. <laughs> it's very, it's pretty quiet, quiet right now. Yeah, we're just chilling. Um, Usual April. Right. Like, we went over the timeline in one of our previous episodes. I think we'll probably start getting some um, real news May. starting in May. Yeah. So well, that's okay. hang tight for now, guys. I mean, yeah, like Nikki said, we're kind of just chilling this week. Um, but we did get to do some fun stuff this week. Um, we are actually recording live from Adventura over at um, Universal. Universal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are we? We are at SeaWorld. <laughs> having a great time. No, we're over at Adventure. We got to spend some time at the parks at City Walk. Um, but we also, while we were over here, did attend um, HHN Trivia, posted by, it was our friends over at HHN 365. Yeah, shout out to them for hosting a really, really fun event. Yes, yeah. Um, we did go over to that over at Half Barrel Beer Project. We got to try. Um, they did have their own new beer, yeah. which was really Maximum great. Screamage. It I was had, sour. It was really good. And yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm not, sours aren't always my first choice, but this beer was really great um it, i actually drank it the entire night i didn't switch i was like oh, i'll give it a try and then maybe i'll go back to my usual but this was my usual it was pretty good and i'm not a beer person for so for me to like it it's a pretty big deal and i actually enjoyed this beer yeah we had a lot of fun at trivia um like i said we want to thank them for hosting that and we also want to thank potter on twitter at pots and pens art um nikki and i both won some prints and some keychains yeah. they're pretty awesome i can't wait to frame it and put it yeah on. it looks so cute i got a little um jack keychain and a um poster that's like from from conjure the dark mm-hmm. and it's i really got awesome. lady luck and then i got a puppet theater yeah nikki nikki loves puppet theater we uh, talked about it in our, one of our first episodes <laughs> but she's a theater kid she loves puppet theater and um yeah it was just we had a great time i think we um <laughs> We won those because we got a bonus question right. But we did pretty solid in trivia this time. Honestly, better than last time. So. <laughs> we, we only got five wrong out of 30, which if you went to trivia last time, you know, like, that's tough. <laughs> I think last time we got, like, a 15 out of 30. Yeah. So to go to, like, from a 15 out of 30 to a 25 out of 30, that's pretty sick. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, we also had the pleasure of sharing a table with some new friends, um, Andrew and Maddox. And we made some other friends at trivia as well. Yeah. So we just had a really great time. Um, hanging out, drinking some beer, talking some HHN. Yeah. Yeah. But um, other than that, yeah, I guess we'll just jump into our main segment. So for our main segment today, we wanted to answer some of the questions you guys sent us through the anonymous NGL 
Yeah, app. just to get to know us. Um, ask us whatever you felt yeah. like, really. We're, we're doing this in honor of reaching 500 followers on Twitter, which we have exceeded since then. Yeah. Um, but we just want to do this as a thank you and for a way for you guys to get to know us a little better. Yeah, and a lot of these questions, you guys ask such great questions. Um, we had a lot of fun answering these and going through them. Um, Nikki and I actually answered them separately, so we don't know what the other one put yet. So we may have answered the, the same, or we may answer them completely different. Um, but for our first one, um, we want to try to mix them up a little bit. We have some that are HHN specific and some that are kind of just horror specific. So we're kind of going to bounce back and forth between both. But for our very first question, we are going to answer is, um, what was your favorite house run of 2022? Ooh. Do you want to go first for this one? Sure. So my favorite run of 2022 was in Legends Collide during the last night mm-hmm. at the triple scare. Oh, it yeah. It was the most perfect triple scare. I started sobbing oh. on contact just because of, I. that's like, it really hit me that that was the last yes. time I was going to get to experience that triple scare yeah. with Drac coming after me. And the mummy kind of followed us out of the room too a we little bit. We were so excited. Yeah. I actually, we both did this run together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember going into this house and we knew it was the last time because it was on hollow. It was closing night mm-hmm. for 2022. So um, we really wanted to try and hit the triple scare because that's something, you know, on the last run, you have to hit it if you can. <laughs> and we were so excited. We it was were, the most perfect triple scare. We were jumping up and down, for. clapping. And yeah, and the actors, it's the last night. So they're all, you oh, know, they feeling it too. And the mummy like did follow us a little bit out of the room. And it yeah. was just me being a Monsters fan was just chef's kiss. I started sobbing on contact. And and the rest of the house like I was just throwing kisses at all just the such a great actors. feeling it was, yeah I mean for me it's kind of funny because um I read this question and said well are we talking about very specific runs or are we talking about like houses we ran in 2022 so for me my favorite like specific run was my very first run opening night of Dead Man's Pier oh, and walking yeah. through and I'm literally my jaw was on the floor. We did that we run were together like, oh too, my God. yeah. And it's funny because both of our favorite runs, we were together. So yeah. <laughs> just our mouth to was, show you. <laughs> our jaw was on the floor the entire run of yeah, this house. It was though. like the first time seeing Dead Man's Pier. It's just the sets in that house were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And no run after that really matched what I felt for the first time seeing that house. I remember us trying to point out to each other like different yes. things in the house. We're like, look, look, look. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. I mean, just the facade on that house alone, Beautiful. like seeing the light house and the snow and the violin, it was like, that was just such an awesome time. But my favorite house run in general, like consistent runs for the season was in Legends Collide. Yeah. It was just every time um, I went through that house, it was like I got almost every scare every time. And no matter how many times I thought I had it figured out, I was still scared. Mm-hmm. And I always saw new things I didn't re- recognize the first time. Um, Dead Man's Pier was my favorite first initial run, but my most consistent run, I would say, was Legends Collide. Okay. Yep. So for our next question, it says, what are some of your favorite slasher movies of all time? So for me, my favorite slash, I have two, like two big popular ones. And for me, that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, specifically um, the originals for both. Those are just my favorite. Um, big fan of Leatherface, big fan of Michael. They're my two guys. I, I like the, I don't know. The, I don't want to say the, the big tall guys because that's not really why I like them. Just those right. movies in general um, always kept me on my toes. I like Especially my men. Texas Chainsaw. I like my men big, tall, and murderous. Big, tall, and scary. <laughs> yes. 
Um, what about you? What's your favorite? I love Michael. Slashers. Michael's probably my favorite slasher, but I love also my 80s slashers. My B-rated 80s slashers, uh-huh. like um, Black Christmas, my, my Bloody Valentine's. I love those, too. See, like, the I fact that they're seen so, those. Oh, my God. I gotta see both of those, Even actually. if they're, like, corny, I love that they're corny. I just... Yeah. The 80s was just a prime time for... Texas Chainsaw. I don't know. I think between the two, Texas Chainsaw, I might like a little bit more. Um, I will say, I think my love for Texas Chainsaw has grown since the event because when i see it at the event then i like want to go back and watch the movie again and i'm like oh i forgot how much i love this and it's funny that we both said halloween because sometimes we shit on the halloween houses well (laughs) but it's still like our favorite slasher a really good movie sometimes does not translate into a really good house that's true and it's not the movie's fault it's just the material that they have for the house doesn't work yeah. very well for a well, person experience. Yeah, especially if you've already seen it. Um, that's true, too. Texas Chainsaw, I feel like because the family is so, like, crazy. Right. It's a little bit more scary. Where in Halloween, you just really have Michael. Right. Everywhere. And it's really hard to get. <laughs> in the closet. The in the pantry. In. Michael, Michael, Michael. In the garage. Michael, Michael, Michael. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, both of those. Um. I really like all the classic slashers, but those are my top two, I would say. Right. Um, do you want to... Our next our next two kind of go hand in hand. Um, yeah. So I'll let you read the this sure. one. Yeah. So the next one is, what are each of your top three favorite houses since you started attending HHN? Mm-hmm. This was ca- tough. I'll right. tell you what. I had a really hard time narrowing this down to three. Um, and... I literally had to go back and, like, really contemplate this. Because just to pick three, I like so many different houses for so many different reasons. Yeah. Um, but for me, and this, the question specifically said, since we started going to the event, so houses, I did houses that I've gone through. So top three for me is going to be Scarecrow the Reaping okay. from HHN 27. <laughs> no surprise, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from HHN 26. And then my third is actually Winter's Night, The Haunting of Hawthorne Cemetery from HHN 21. Okay. Because for me, um, of course, Texas Chainsaw is one of my favorite slashers. That's a no-brainer. Scarecrow the Reaping was just an iconically scary house to me. Um, and I don't really get scared a lot as much anymore. So that house, I really appreciated the details and how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. But Winter's Night, I really appreciate as well because that was my first year, my first day at the event ever that I right. went through this and just the sets on this were so pretty I'm sure you if you look it up you can see right. but it was like such a eerie creepy feeling and graveyards are fun that is true. cemeteries they are fun <laughs> so Nikki what's your top three my top three in no order is slaughter cinema from is that 29 or 28 29 29 I want to say 29 look at my shirt I'm wearing are you wearing shirt. the shirt yeah 28. So, Far <laughs> Cinema from 28. Uh, Wicked Growth from 30. And Monsters from 29. Uh, Slaughter Cinema, just because, again, like, I love B-rate movies. That one I, was fun. I think that it is, is 28. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I think Slaughter Cinema is the blueprint for collab houses. And if Universal, I mean, if HHN wants to do that form of house again, they need to look at Slaughter Cinema as oh, for the blueprint. Sure. And just follow that. Um, Mm-hmm. that way of them doing it 
Wicked Growth, the aesthetic along the oh, facade in the pretty. front. Everyone has their picture with the damn pumpkins mm-hmm. and little Boo. And, and the pumpkin lord. And the pumpkin lord. That's when you first meet these characters. And the like. The aesthetic itself is just core Halloween. And it's Halloween. Yeah, it has witches. It has skeletons. It has the pumpkins. It, it was just perfect. We all love Halloween. And then Monsters from 29. Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, my goodness, Monsters from 29, my little baby. Um, That one was fun. I get to see all my little monster babies, every single one, including Quasi and Phantom. Mm-hmm. And the Invisible Man, Invisible Man also makes a little cameo, too. Like, all the... And, and Creature. And Creature. All the monsters you don't typically see used too often are in were in this house. And it was just... I remember going through the first time being like, I really hope Quasi and Phantom have their time to shine in this house. Because if this is a monster's house, it can't just be Drac, Wolfman, right. Mummy, and Frankie. You know, it has to be yeah. the monsters. So when I see that one of the first few scenes was Quasimodo... The, the hunchback in like the bell towers i started screaming my head screaming my head she was off. so excited i mean like, this is the best fucking house ever this is my place to live i will say the only i wouldn't and of course this is also one of my favorite houses it didn't make my top three um just because i love universal monsters but it's not essentially like my thing um with the the little hunchback room sometimes i missed it yeah like he did fly up it was real quick yeah so for the first couple times i went through that i i really thought that was an empty room but i totally just missed it and then once i got it i was like oh this is great it was yeah he did have that scene that he is ringing the bells yes so the wire it was shoots him up yes and you do miss it sometimes Uh but if you do catch him it was just it was just yes amazing okay so to kind of go from there um our next question that was kind of related asked what our favorite house of all time is so we just went through our top three but out of your top three what do you think is your favorite of all time monsters from 29 (laughs) for sure if i yeah monsters from 29 is just my favorite house ever Mm -hmm. i miss that house every day (laughs) i wish that house would call me (laughs) right i know Um, it it was really cool i mean that house also tied together really well yeah so and it, it felt like one cohesive house even though we had so many different exactly. storylines. I in just it. I felt there was no boring moment in that house for me. Yep. It was all filled with great stuff mm-hmm. and I was just living in that house and I, yeah. I did the house every time I went over to the event that year because mm-hmm. it was just my favorite how about you yeah for me it's kind of funny because my favorite is an original my favorite house of all time i think is scarecrow the reaping i was i was really torn between scarecrow and wicked growth and i really didn't want to put them both in my top three because they're kind of the same idea okay i mean i don't know i like them both for the of course they're very different because one wicked growth is more like fun halloween and Scarecrow the Reaping is more like scary scarecrows, but you had the corn, you were you like, do, in, yeah. So it was like, but Scarecrow the Reaping just scared me on like any house ever did. And the sets in there were so cool, and the scarecrows were just so scary. And I just feel like it would be something hard for them to recreate unless they just re- did like a sequel to this house. Right. Whereas Wicked Growth, they could kind of take an idea like that and kind of either center it more on witches or do mm-hmm. something like that again or bring and them I, back and, bring that yeah. monster back for the exactly the but area. scarecrow the reaping i think is my favorite house of all time just because of what i remember from it and the way that it made me feel wicked growth made me the same but i wasn't really scared in wicked growth i was more like enjoying it which is fine yeah but Scarecrow scared the shit out of me. Yeah, so. I feel like a lot of people agree with you with Scarecrow being my favorite house. Whenever I discuss sure. people, I was like, Scarecrow. I really <laughs> wish I could go through it again, but yeah. who knows? Hopefully we'll get a sequel. 
Um, the next one just asked, um, what is your favorite horror movie? What's your favorite scary movie? I can't <laughs> answer that. Yeah, honestly, same. <laughs> I, I just, there's so many different genres within horror, which I'll, I know that if you're not part of, like, the horror fandom, you don't really get that, but there's right. so many different, there's the slashers, there's the thrill, there's psychological thrills, there's creature features, there's body mm-hmm. horror, there's... Um, there's so many sci-fi there's just so many different genres and so many different tropes within and i like them all for different reasons so it's very hard i mean at least when it comes to like what's your favorite house from hhn we only have so many to pick from right versus like favorite horror movies there's so many right Um, i I, I mean i can name a couple that are like my favorites yeah i mean we said what our favorite slashers were but um horror movies uh, the french i really like the insidious and conjuring same yeah like See, movies. but I like that really scary stuff, like Insidious and Connor Drink, but then I also love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Same, like the campy ones. Right, but then I also love Barbarian. And they're all so different. Right, but then I also love, like, it just it just keeps going. Yeah. I, there's just no way for me to pinpoint I'll watch any scary favorite. movie. Yep, we right. both will. So it's like, um, we, in general, um, horror movies that get me the most are this, the jump scare ones that you don't see coming. I yeah. don't like the ones that are, like, forced jump scares, but the ones where they throw them in, like, they really get me. Or the plot twist. I really appreciate a good plot twist. I love twist. a plot twist. Mm-hmm. I love a plot twist where you're, like, trying to, like, a who's who or, like, why is this happening situation. Yes. And, like, God, what's the movie that you think, oh, if you've watched exactly. the old uh, Twilight Tower Terror Disney movie. Yes. And they think it's the, the old love, lady. Yeah. If it ends up being the little girl, that's the evil yes. one. <laughs> Was it the uh, girl? It was like it was. I not don't the remember. Lady. I'll be honest. I yeah. haven't watched that in a long time, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. But even, I don't know. I like the Chucky movies. I like the Halloween movies. I like Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Oh, I love. Jeepers I really Creepers. like. That used to scare the crap out of me as a oh, kid. Oh man, I started singing it randomly. <laughs> did you know that that takes place in, in Florida? I do. I didn't. Yeah, Alex put it out to me the other day. Yeah, I. I. That's what I heard the other day too. I, I was thinking more like you, Nebraska, but I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing I didn't know it was in Florida. That would have made it even more scary. Creepers, creepers. Oh, don't even start. Where'd you get those creepers? I, mm, that scared the crap out of me. Um, you know what's funny you say that, though, is songs from scary movies will still get me. Oh, yeah. The, like the tiptoe through the toilet. I was about to say, yes, that one gets me. It, that starts It literally playing. gives me goosebumps. I can't. It's just the creepy. Mm-hmm. Sing it, Nikki. No, no, no. All right, our next question says, what do you think is the most underrated house from HHN? Do you want to go first? <laughs> I'm stuck between two. Um, underrated. I have one. Go and ahead. I'm just going to say Monsters again. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't feel like enough people talk about it. Because I know there's people out there that just don't like the Monsters. I get it. They're, it's the, mm-hmm. they're like the original horror. Right. So they are like old-ish. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like this house was everything. <laughs> It really was. And, like, the set design, the costume. Like, you have to think, we literally went to Egypt, and then we went to Paris, and then we went, like, all these different mm-hmm. locations. We went underwater at one point to see Creature, and it was just a mix of all these different settings, all these different characters, and I just, it, it also, it didn't feel, like, cut, you know? Like, it didn't. That's what I said. It feels it transitioned. It, right. It feels cohesive. Mm-hmm. It transitioned well, and I feel like not a lot of people mention it, so I just, yeah. I had to say my monsters. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I narrowed it down to two, and it's very ironic because they're both from the same year. Okay. Um, but f- 
the two that I thought of as underrated is Carnival Graveyard and mm. Trick or Treat. Both really good houses. See, I thought they were both great, but a lot of, I do hear a lot of people say they didn't love Trick or Treat. Now, Trick or Treat is one of my favorite movies like ever. Mm-hmm. So to see it come to a house, I was really excited and I really felt like I got to go through the movie. But a lot of people, because we did have it as a scare zone, felt that it worked better as a scare zone. Right. And I totally get that. But seeing it a house, I wouldn't say it was a bad house. Like, I, no. I still really was excited to go through it because I feel like it did deserve more than a scare zone. I mean, that's, like, one of the most classic Halloween movies. I will say that I feel like it got the book report treatment a bit. Yeah. Less scary and more like, here's this scene from this movie. That's here's this true, scene. But it, it was still well done. Like, I did feel like yeah. I was in the movie. It's just, that's a movie that I, like, have always been dying to have come to HHN. So when it came, right. I was so excited and it got so much hate. And I was like, no, I love, I literally loved it. Like, it made me so happy. But when we talk about Carnival Graveyard too, that one, if you didn't really love HHN, a lot of people didn't get it. There were so many mm-hmm. Easter eggs in that house. And I think that was the only house also that you can see part of the path while you're on it. Yes. Because, yeah. You could see through, yep, you could I remember that. You could see through that. the sets and see, like, the previous room you were just in. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only HHN house that you're able to... Um, but Carnival Graveyard, it was... I liked it. I did the unmasking tour, and there were so many things that they pointed out to me in this house yeah. that, like, I never would have noticed. And everyone kind of acts like oh, junk, no. like a junkyard. Well, but yeah, but it there's... it was like... I, I don't know. I got scared in this house plenty of times. Yeah. I remember being terrified in this house. I feel like the scare, because the scares came from high and low. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one level of scare that was like people jumping off from left or right. It was also, you gotta watch your feet. You gotta watch your head. Yeah, It came from all these different directions. And you're also thrown off because there's a lot of things in there. I remember. A lot of things to look at. Mm-hmm. But there was things, we had stuff from Dollhouse of the Damned in here. Literally, the list of houses that were in this house, like Easter eggs, mm-hmm. is, there's like 20 to 30 Easter eggs in this house. Right. And it was so fun to go through them. I mean, just to name a couple, we had Dead Silence, Texas Chainsaw, Run. There was Vamp 55. We had so many Easter eggs in this house. But a lot of people, if you didn't catch any of those Easter eggs, was like, oh, this is just like a, literally like a junkyard. A junkyard, (laughs) And to me, it was much more than a junkyard. So I think it's an underrated house. But Trick or Treat too. I think they both deserved much more credit than I think they got. I would agree. Alright, the next one kind of talks about scary movies in general, or, I mean, just horror in general. Do we prefer thriller or gore? I think you're both going to say the same thing for this. I prefer thriller. Me too. And just in general, I like to be thrown off a little bit, and I feel like thrillers, sometimes there's more to figure out, and it gets your mind going a little bit. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the over-dramatized gore. Like, Me too. There's no need. At some point, it doesn't do anything. Right. Like it doesn't add to the effect. It's, what, it's a little too much. What was the point of you ripping someone's heart out and then blood gushing everywhere and all? Like, there, yeah. Like there needs to be a a, a reason. You uh-huh. know. Like that's part of the reason why like I'm terrified to watch Terrifier. So I, I watched a, Terrifier, yeah. and I'll tell you what. That really, that movie, like, really bothered me. Yeah. But it, it was, it was a good movie. I was on edge the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's almost like it's so gory right that i almost am scared to like recommend it to people because right. it's so gory and yeah. i'm like oh that's that's a lot it's just it's a lot when 
there's not much storyline and it's more just like it has to make sense blood and guts going everywhere yeah i just i don't i don't enjoy it as much See, as i do as thrillers trying to right, figure out what's going exactly. on exactly if a, but even thrillers can have gore and that's fine but right. i there has i want there to be a reason there has to be a balance yeah there has to be a balance like i it can't just be uncalled for like just right. for fun like we're just gonna saw this guy's leg off because fuck it i will say um speaking of gore though i just saw a movie um called malum m-a-l-u-m i think that's how you pronounce it Mm -hmm. and that just came out like a week ago and i saw it in theaters and um it's a movie it's kind of about like a cult um but there's a lot more to it and it was a huge huge thriller huge twist but there was a lot of gore in that movie too but it made sense right it fit with the story it all went along with like the cult and stuff so to me that was fine Mm -hmm. but movies that are just straight up like we're just gonna cut people up for fun like it makes me uncomfy and not in a way that I particularly right, like. I don't enjoy. Enjoying, yeah, I'm not enjoying it. I'm just watching fucking chaos. Exactly. I know for some people yeah. that's their thing, and I totally understand. But for me oh, personally, yeah. I just it's that's just not, not my thing. It's not me, yeah. right? Okay. So the next question says, if you could change or add something to the to HHN, what would it be? Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, this one was fun. I think. Yeah. So. When I think of this, I'm a huge foodie girl. I love being able to taste everything. Like, I have FOMO if mm-hmm. the event ends and I didn't get to taste something. So, I would really love for them to bring um, from Mardi Gras their taste lanyards. So, if you guys have ever done Mardi Gras Universal Studios, they do... It used to be a much better deal. But they do a deal where you spend however much, 65 bucks, and you get... 75, like extra. You get 75 bucks worth of food on it. Yeah. And you get, or it used to be the best deal was you paid 65 bucks and you got 15 items and it doesn't matter what the price of the item was this included the alcohol Mm -hmm. um could you imagine and it was it was just a really good deal and i would love for them to bring something like that to hhn Mm -hmm. i feel like that'd be really especially with all the food they've been bringing lately the food has gotten so much better the food is almost like i was just telling tyler because we just went to mardi gras yesterday i was like this is literally like food and wine festival almost there's so many fun things to sample and try um, and having the lanyard, I think, is a good idea because then you it kind of boosts you to want to go around. Right. They do have like the discount, like if you're a pass holder. I think it's like you pay a hundred and you get one hundred and twenty-five or something like right, that. Right, there's a pass holder, different yeah. one that's a little different, and it's um, it's also a good deal. And I just mm-hmm. feel like I understand that like Universal needs to make its money, of especially during Nine Hornets. I understand that completely, but I just feel like it would just be really nice to be have that and have to worry about oh my god this snack costs ten dollars but this one costs ten dollars i want to try both of them and just have yeah. them in here that's also a good way of pacing yourself that's true too you know like this is what i have for and this if season. you're gonna come back for the season right? right you don't have to do it all in one day if you have frequent fear you're gonna come back or you're here for a long weekend right i think it would be nice to have that option um for me something i would change or add um something i would change i'd like to have more things to do in line i'll tell you what the the music in the queue for the weekend after hours nightmare oh my god that was the by. best thing that's ever happened to me yeah like we had so much fun and i'm so glad that they added more songs because originally there wasn't a lot mm-hmm. but could you imagine just waiting in the queue everywhere and there was like a dj or it was fun stuff like right. just a preset playlist would be fine too i would happily wait in a line that's yeah. an hour or an hour and a half if i was like singing along dancing it. yeah the worst is like when you're standing in line and it feels like forever and your feet are hurting and your back is hurting and you're just standing there like mm-hmm. what do i do i mean they do play those videos in some like sound stages occasionally but yeah. like i feel like the music just you could sing along to they it you could dance to it yeah. yeah the music is more um lively or they could even do i know before they've done some kind of trivia but just something to do in line 
Right. Even if it's a different game you can play on your phone. I mean, they've done stuff like that before, but something to, add something to the lines that makes it a little go a little bit quicker. I mean, I know we want people to buy Express. That's what they right. their idea is, but um, you know, just make it more fun, more enjoyable. Um, in terms of something I would add, and this is kind of a very random one, I think it would be really fun to add some kind of either house or attraction that is like really scary, like back in the day scary. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's an additional fee and you get to go through with either just by yourself or with your group and it's like alone. So it's more personalized. So every, you get like every interaction, you get every scare, you kind of like go through, I don't know, say you go into a room and there's no way out and mm-hmm. then it's like a whole experience and then you go into another room or something like that. I think it would be cool to have something that's like genuinely scary. Because yeah. for me, and especially people who have been going to the event for a long time, um, sometimes we, we get a little used to where the scares are coming from. And when you're going through in the line with other people, it's not so scary because you don't feel alone. But I think feeling alone or with your group and having to go through this really scary house or attraction, I would pay money for it. I think that could Or be, even to go through a, a house alone in general, that, I'd pay for that. That would be a good thing to do with the escape rooms that they have now. Turning yeah. them into a limited time experience for Halloween Horror Nights and just being super scary interactive. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good idea, too. But, I mean, just in general... Um, some kind of scary attraction or walk through house, anything that you can do by yourself. I think that would be a really fun idea. Same. Um, or they could just do it, you know, keep it all the time. They could do it. They could do the same thing every year. And I'd, mm-hmm. well, I'd hope it would change, but our next question, um, this one, I'm, I think it's just asking us if it's something we'd like to go to or if we're interested. Um, but it just says Netherworld. So, um, to be honest, I've heard about this a little bit. Um, this is a haunt up in Georgia, right? Yeah, I'm double checking. I'm pretty sure it's in Georgia. Um, I, when I looked into it a little bit, I was looking to see the dates and stuff. Um, I would love to go. I wouldn't, I would not be opposed to going. We like to try to go to as many haunt events as we can. Um, especially like local ones or even in Florida, but it's like, the hard part is when haunts are out of state, it's really tough for us to get there because we have so much going on. I mean, just in where we live alone, we have like one, two, three, four, like five haunts just in our local area within like two hours of us. So um, maybe in the future, if it's something we can plan ahead further, but what do you think? Do you think you would go? I would definitely be up to going. It's just, um, like, again, like, the tra- timing timing and traveling-wise. Mm-hmm. Georgia's not that um, far. We could easily drive. I mean, Georgia's not bad at all. Right. But it's just finding finding a weekend. It would have to be, like, a weekend trip. And But, yeah, I mean, it's something definitely we'll look into for sure. Maybe add it to our list. Um, it is in Georgia. In Georgia, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be, like, a weekend trip for us. Right. So, just up. something we can add in. Uh, we are going out to California this year in October as well, either end of September, early October. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're we're pretty, pretty tight booked, but we wouldn't say no. I mean, yeah. if it works out, we'll see. Oh, is it year-round? It's year-round. Yeah. So, Netherworld is year-round. Um... So that makes the possibility of us going even is it higher? Yeah, it's a year-round um, escape room basically. Oh, yeah, escape room haunt. So well, maybe we will make it. We got to look into this. I'll be honest; I don't know a whole lot about it. No, but it's in Atlanta, and I always want to go to Atlanta. So Atlanta's not far. We've done we've we've gone to Atlanta before. Yeah, we'll look into it. I wonder. Does it say how much it is? Um, we can look into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll look into it. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll update you. Um, but yeah, this question, Nikki says, how can the community grow by attracting new fans of horror events like HHN? Um, do you want to go? Yeah. So I'm going to make a lot of people upset. 
So. Oh no. <laughs> See, mine. I, mine's good. I think the way that we can get attract new fans of horror to the event or just fans in general to the event is mm-hmm. music houses. Now listen to what I'm gonna say. The line for the weekend house this past year was always the longest queue mm-hmm. at the event. And that was because Ooh. all of the mm-hmm. weekend's fans were coming to see that house. And guess what? While they were there, they're not just going to do one house. They're going to do a few houses while they're there. And That's you know true. what? They might be like, this is actually a pretty fun event. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll come back next year. If we don't branch out in that way, we're mm-hmm. not going to attract new people. And... I understand people are like, oh, so-and-so is in horror. So, but the house was great, and they turned into horror. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand there's more musical artists that might be more horror-esque in your opinion. That's fine. But if we can branch out to like, these big stars like this and turn their music into something that fits the event, mm-hmm. why are we going to be hating on that when we know that it's going to attract more fans? And mm-hmm. yes, it's going to be more crowded, but guess what? The more money... Universal makes yes. on Halloween Horror Nights. Then what money they're gonna put into it? That's true as so well. So we should be rooting for these you get big more houses. Crowds. Right. You get bigger IPs. You right. can get better sets. The exactly. more money, you know, we'll we'll trust me. We throw so much money into this event just because exactly. we love it. But I do agree. Um, some of those big IPs are really what brings people in. Yeah. Like Stranger Things and The Weekend mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It brings in people, and then once they go, I mean, we even talked about you know just last week are how we've got interested in the events and so many yeah. so many of us had said oh well we went with our friends or oh this hat we yeah. there was an ip we wanted to see mm-hmm. and then once you go you're like oh i i have to go again right exactly you and go, it becomes a year round a yearly thing a lot of people's first experience is them going because their favorite movie or show mm-hmm. is at the event and then they see the, the ips draw them in right and then they see the rest of the event they go wait this is actually really fun i would totally yeah. do this again and then you see a kick-ass original and then you're like oh right. this is so great exactly <laughs> So, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's just adding more stuff like that, adding those big IPs. I agree. It just attracts more f- fans of mm-hmm. different genres in. So. Yeah, I took a little bit of a slightly different approach to this question because um, they said, how does the community grow by attracting new fans to events like HHN? So I think in general, the best way to continue to grow the community, um, the IPs, of course, are a huge part of it. Right. But even at haunts in general, any haunt, I think the best thing you can do to get more people involved is to genuinely talk about it more. Right. Like, get more people involved who have never been to these events or in the community and tell, you know, by telling stories about, oh, I went through this house and it was so cool and we waited in line and they did this and in the house they had this scare and it was so cool and it was just, the more you talk about things and make them more public and discuss them, like, think about it. How many people had never gone to HHN or a haunt in general until one of their friends mm-hmm. invited them to go? Exactly. I mean, I have so many friends every year. I'm bringing one, two, three, four people who have never been. Mm-hmm. And then once they go, it's like, oh, can't wait to go next year. Exactly. And it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. It's just some people don't know. You don't know whether you like something or not until so you've you actually it. done exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. So, it's like food. Yeah. You got to try it once. And even since we've started um, doing this podcast, of course, like more of my family and friends have gotten a little bit more familiar with it. And I have a lot of people this year that were like, when I talked to them about a past house, they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Right. Like, oh, you got to go through that? And it's just right. 
talking about it more. I, I wouldn't say advertising, but just genuinely telling about your experiences. And I would love it if people who were curious about the event were listening to our podcast also and listening to us ramble about all these houses yeah. and realizing they'll be something they'd like to do. Of course. So like, yeah, like you said, it's just talking about it, sharing experiences. Yeah. I have friends and coworkers who have never been, to, they didn't even hear of Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And they live in Florida and they didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. But because they're my friend, they're like, oh yeah, I'll listen to your podcast. And yeah. then they're like, oh, can you tell me more about that one house right. you talked about? And it's cool because they wouldn't have known about it unless we talked about it. So yeah. I've had a few friends reach out also yeah. saying that they're, they're actually getting hyped for the event because of this podcast. Yes, it's fun. Which they never would have gotten to if it wasn't for me starting the like for us yeah. starting the podcast. Shout a out to of our friends that listen that have never ever ever been to HHN because you guys are the real OGs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the next question I, I think is a really good question as well. These are all really great questions. Um, this one says, what is one movie or show you are dying to see an HHN house made for? Um, for this one, I purposely picked a show. Okay. Because um, we also have a question after this that kind of ties in as well. Mm -hmm. um, a, sh a show that I would like to see an HHN house made for. The first one that came to my mind, and you guys are all going to laugh at me. Well, there's two. The first one I thought of was... Uh, supernatural the show and it's like sam and dean and they're they have like all these ghosts like i think it would be so cool i don't know if anyone has seen this show supernatural it's a pretty big show i feel like people yeah. have heard of it um some people love it some people do not but i feel like they could have so there's so many different ghosts in the show so many different stories you could totally be like you're helping sam and dean and you're going through all these different stories and they're not like super scary. No. But they could definitely they have more than enough to work with. Oh yeah, there's enough character design. And it's and a little bit older, so they might even be able to actually get the rights to that. So I don't know. Not sure if that would work. The second one that I thought of was Goosebumps. <laughs> and I know that's hilarious, but I think it would be no, such a be fun cute. house. Yeah. Like all the Goosebumps stories, like you have Listen, there's some that really creeps <laughs> me out as a kid. So Yeah. You have the blob, you have um That puppet. The mask. You know the yeah. mask one? Yeah. Um what is the doll one called? I forgot. That one scared me too. Slappy. Slappy, yeah. I don't know his name. I forget the episode. I mean, there's so many Goosebumps books and even the show. Like, I'll watch it on Netflix sometimes. Mm -hmm. It was on there. I don't know if it still is. But Goosebumps are supernatural. I think there's a lot they could work with here. Um, but you, yours is a movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so we also got a question that asked, like, what is a movie we would like to see come to the event? Um, no matter whether it's realistic or not. Mm. Or a scare zone. An IP house or scare zone. So, um, what's yours? So, mine would be um, It. I know it's like everyone's talking about It right now <laughs> coming to the event. It's probably not going to come because of the right situation. So, when yeah. I saw that question saying no matter like how outlandish or impossible it would be, which one would you want? I'm still going to pick it, yeah. Come to the event. It's going to be It for me. I feel like It just makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. It lends itself well to a house. Seeing Pennywise, hello. Yes. Hello. Like, that would be so great. It would so be great. cool. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of really cool sets they could do with it. They could just put the kids in there. Right. Um, it could be in that house scary. that they go into. We can have um, each of the kids' uh -huh. fears. Like, the leper. The leper. Mm -hmm. um, and you could have also, like, in the... Like the the sewer like in, the in the sewer, sewer. right? There's just so many different things they can do with it, and I feel like it just it would work so great as a house. But again, we might not see it in this lifetime. You could, yeah, you could rights. also see like when Pennywise is like the really big, like scary, like kind of how right. they did Clownzilla. They can, yeah, and they can mix um the two movies together also if they really wanted to. Oh yeah, you're right. And like have the kids and the adults, and like it was just, I just think it'll work so well. And, like, yeah, I feel like. I'm beating a dead horse at this point. <laughs> everyone's fucking talking Everyone about it. Everyone wants to it. see it. Yeah. Well, there's so many um, 
Because I, I, well, Tyler and likes to read the Stephen King books a Me lot. Me too, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of those I think would be really cool to come. They probably will not ever come. Um, but for me, I so I also picked an IP movie that I would like to see a house made for. And the one that I think specifically would be really awesome is the movie The Nun from The Conjuring series. Oh my god, yes. That movie t- was scary to Honestly, me. Honestly, anything from The Conjuring. Yeah. Anything from The Conjuring would lend so see, well. See, I feel like the first Conjuring movie, though, is not as, like, eh. I mean, if we could get an entire Conjuring series house, kind of like how they did Insidious, <sighs> in, um, that would be awesome. Because Insidious be, they did in 25, I think. The Nun alone would scare the crap out of me. The Nun, you could do and then Annabelle. The, Annabelle, you could do the witch taking over the mother's body. Uh-huh. And the then clap, the, clap. Yep. Oh, and then no. you also, the hanging from the tree yeah and then also um the the newer conjuring movie where um the girl's possessed and they like don't believe her they think like she's making it up right. and you're in the room and they get locked and all the crosses start mm-hmm. turning upside down there's i think it would be really awesome to have a conjuring like compilation house yeah. but even the nun there's so many settings in the movie the nun that are so so scary and it was like if you kind of think back to when we had like the fallen and gothic like how they did those kind of like I know sometimes it's a touchy subject when they start doing like churches as haunted yeah, houses, religion, yeah. but I really think it would be so cool to be in like a a dark church and it's like yeah. the nun. I mean, if you watch that movie, she basically gets like locked in there and she has to stay exactly because like, because she can't go she can't exactly leave. yeah. So and then there's also like the tunnel mm-hmm. and then there's how to get out of the church. It's there's so much to it they could do. Um, but yeah, those are two that I think would be fun. Uh, you want to read the next one? Sure. This is kind of a little quick This is a little fun, yeah. Um, what is your favorite ride at Universal? You want to go first? Yeah. My favorite is The Mummy. I'm okay. just going to say it's um one that, especially since they revamped it, I, they did a really good job. I don't know if you've been on it since they revamped it. But I haven't, yeah. The, the projections are just so much clearer and so much better. Nice. Um, what it really matters to me is I close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, I love, The Mummy's just fun. I like The Mummy movies in general, so going on the ride is always so fun. And it's, it's just a classic for me. This ride's been around for a really long time. I like roller coasters a lot, but not really super crazy ones. I mean, I'll go on them, of course, but The Mummy's just my favorite. I like The Mummy. Okay. What about you? Um, I have two. Um, MIB, I am a three times max-er. Yeah. <laughs> I've maxed out on that ride three <laughs> times. I'm very, very proud of it. Thank you. That one's so fun. Um, I love... If I go to the park early enough, I'm able to get, like, the whole vehicle to myself. And I love going against, like, full vehicles. And them, like, mm-hmm. looking at me like, oh, poor girl. We're going to beat the crap out of her. And I'm like, let's yeah. just fucking wait. And then that final screen oh. where they show the score average. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I, one time, I one time destroyed this whole vehicle full of, like, Brad's and Chad's. That's hilarious. And they were talking shit the entire ride. And I just stayed quiet. Because I'm like, let's, let's just get to the fucking end scene where they, tell, where yeah. they show the average. And I... Like, I was close to maxing out that ride, uh-huh. too. But I smoked them, and they were just like, what the fuck? They're, they're, yeah, they were just, like, mouth to the ground. Like, they did not understand what I the always, fuck like, happened. rapidly push the red button yeah. again. I'm like, But I on. love, I just love it, and I love... Um, it is a fun ride. The competitiveness of it. And then I also, my other favorite is Hagrid's. Oh, uh, that's not, a great, ha- great I, house. Great, <laughs> great ride. house. Great house. I'm not a big roller coaster freak. Um, I will not get on the crazy ones. I'll get on the mummy. Mm-hmm. I'll get on. I won't get on Velocicoaster. You cannot. Oh, I love Velocicoaster. You, you can't get me on that. Sorry. That one's really. There's fun, no though. way in hell. I'll go um, on anything. But Hagrid's, 
it's just such a well-made ride. I always ride sidecar. Sorry, I'm not brave enough to no, get on the bike the yet. bike, I, I always, me and Tyler always fight over who's getting the bike. Oh, I can't get on the bike. So if you go to me Universal, you want to be on the bike, you're free to have it. Perfect. in the sidecar. But um, it's just so well done. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really terrified while on it. I'm just, like, really enjoying it. And it's just, I like it. It's just a fun thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um that's a really fun ride and it's very different very different from a lot of roller coasters that you've i mean i don't want to give it away in case you've never been on it but there's a lot of cool parts to that ride that you don't see in a lot of other rides so i definitely think it's unique and there's always a 120 plus minute wait so always i actually went we went yesterday morning um we're recording by the way we're at adventure right now (laughs) so um but yesterday morning we went over at like 8 a.m because they have early you can go in you can go in early no we we went to go rope drop it and the line for hagrid's was all the way past the All Hallows Eve boutique, oh, like also, all the way over. It's also like it's a holiday weekend. Hell. Yeah, yeah, it was all the way over by like the freestyle machines that are by that fountain. It was bad. Oh no! And I was like, well, I tried. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, our next question says, "What has been your core memory moment at HHN?" And for this one, um, I picked two because I have two that are very different, but I both remember like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the first one. Um, I don't, I remember a little bit, but not too, too much. That was when, um, back at 20, HHN 24 was the first year that me and Tyler were started dating and I brought him to HHN. And one of my favorite things to do is bring people to HHN who have never been to HHN. Cause I'm like, oh, I really love this. Come and see it. So like, <laughs> Come see what I'm into. I'm but weird, he, sorry. he, what we watch scary movies all the time. So I was like, we have to go. And the year before, I tried to get him to go because we had just started talking, and he didn't. He he wouldn't go. So the next year, I was like, okay, you have to absolutely go. And we went, and it was so much fun. Like, I don't know, just getting to experience an event you love with somebody that you really care about is really awesome. But and now he goes every year, so I like making people into HHN stands like us. Nice. <laughs> and then my other one, um, <laughs> I think we have the same other. Oh, one. is this the same as yours? <laughs> yeah. So um, we've talked about this memory before oh too. Oh my gosh! But opening night of thirty, I don't know what it was. We were just so excited. I mean, thirty, of course, it's an it anniversary. It was after year. light, yeah. Yeah, and we were oh right because we were it just was coming the first back year after COVID. Yeah, yeah, that was like such a good feeling. We were we went to um, where did we stay? Oh, oh, we stayed at Sapphire. We stayed at Sapphire, where we always stay. Yeah, so <laughs> we stayed at Sapphire, and we got ready super early. We went over to Fat Tuesdays. We got in. We, got in, we did Scream early. We did the Scream early at Finnegan's. Mm-hmm. So we got in, and um, the first thing we did was get our Blinky Cups. The first ones we could Priorities. find. Priorities. They were pretty, so we just had to get them. And we got our Blinky Cups, and it started raining, like, no, 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 not it, not, not, not raining. Not it, it was it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we were like okay. We also like like I said went to Fat Tuesdays and then we got our blinky cups and we were just so excited. We didn't even care. We did not care that it was raining. The alcohol helped mend the pain. But we, <laughs> but we were so excited to get going into these houses. We didn't even care that it was raining. We were just no. so happy to be there. Ask us how long it took us to get ready that day, though. No, yeah, we spent the whole day. Was, we spent the whole day getting ready. But That's we had, fine. We had fun. That's fine. And then, so it starts pouring down rain, right? And there's literally a video. Um, somebody reach out to us on Twitter and make us post this, because I'm going to forget. But there's a <laughs> video I took, a selfie video, and I was like, it's pouring, but I don't care, because we have our blanket cups. And we're literally standing under this shelter, and you can literally see, like, the rain, like, torrentially pouring and we're just standing there, like, drinking our blinking cups. Like, we're just vibing. Dancing, like, just having a great time. It was so bad. <laughs> and then we were like, okay, so 
it finally opened and they didn't delay the event or anything so we were like let's go get in line we went jumped in for texas chainsaw oh my god because i'm a big texas chainsaw freak and it was right there and i was like we have to do it we were in that damn line for 45 minutes okay so here's the thing we stood in that line and we like we said had left for the event at like two o'clock like we were like going early so right. now it's like five five thirty mm-hmm. and we've been standing in the rain and we're waiting in line for this house and we waited like 40 minutes and the ground started to like it was and this was no fault to anyone like this weather was just absolutely horrible but it rained so heavy so fast that we were literally standing in water yeah like and it, and it because it was quick like we couldn't even like go anywhere our shoes got like waterlogged yeah. it was so and bad and it no it was so bad that my phone broke yep my phone stopped working because it got so wet in my pocket of my jeans and we both we all were waiting there and we were just waiting and waiting and then they ended up telling us they had to close the house because of the flooding and we which is understandable because it was bad yeah we were also standing in line for 45 minutes and and then it closed which really sucked but it the issue was that they had been closed and no and we one didn't know. No one told they, us. They, what, what we had heard was um, when they eventually told us was that people wouldn't get out of the house. People wouldn't exit because it was so flooded. Because it was raining. They so didn't people get wouldn't away. go. Yeah. And then it caused, you know, of course, we don't, that's a horrible idea to cause a backup. Yeah, send everybody in, then they can't get out. Right. So I totally get that. But it was like literally the whole night. We were, we all wore jeans. No one likes to walk around the event. So no, you wore jeans. I was in I wore jeans. shorts. We stood in the bathroom and we were literally under the air dryers, like drying our legs. I had my big like Frankenstein style boots on. I was trying to get those dry. Yeah, it was so. And bad. we were. It was Megan. Poor Megan. Poor Megan had a leather skirt on. Oh, Megan. We. I'll tell you what. It's a core memory. We had a great time. We still laugh about it today. Yeah. But everybody that went to opening night of thirty knows exactly what rain we're talking about, and yeah. it was horrible rain. But we all were just so happy to be there. We didn't give a fuck. To this day, I still pack every time to HHN um, those, like, little shoe covers. Yeah, the boots. For the rain. We do. Those are in my lounge fly for every night of the event. It's almost like we have PTSD. It, 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 it almost is because it's just so bad. Yeah. It was, like, our feet were wrecked. Uh-huh. Night two, like, my feet were, like, I couldn't walk. Yeah. It was so yeah. bad. That's just our core memory. Uh, we'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, the next one, the next question says, what got you both into haunts and horror? Right. Well, we kind of talked about this with our episode with 365, Agent 365. If you yeah. haven't listened to it yet, please jump over to their channel, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, and take a listen because we dive deep into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, a synopsis is, um, mainly just, like, curiosity. Like, I grew up seeing all yeah. the billboards, seeing all the commercials, and, like, I'm, I was a scaredy cat as a kid. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I decided freshman year of high school, I'm gonna go. So, 20. For 23, that was my... 23, yeah. 23 Mm -hmm. was my first year. Me and a few friends from school went. And it was like a one-night thing. We went... My mother drove us there. And then drove us back the same night. Which was a very long... (laughs) From Miami. From Miami. It was a very long car ride. And from there, just took off. So... Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, I also kind of said this as well on the other episode. But I went to HHN with my parents. Because we had just moved to Florida... And I was, so in 2011, I was 13. 2011 was my first year. And um, yeah, I just turned 13. And we had the annual pass for Universal that included the Horror Nights ticket. And I always loved horror movies. I always would watch them when I was a kid. I was always really interested. When I was a kid, I used to want to be a CSI agent. I don't know. No, seriously. I was like, this. all this mystery horror stuff was like really cool to me. So, um... I always just said that I like 
I don't know, always was into horror. And then we had these tickets, so we decided to go. And then I just really loved it. Like, 21 was my first year, and there was some really awesome houses. One of my favorite houses ever is from 21. And ever since then, it was just, like, some of the IPs brought me back, and then you see some really cool originals. Um, and actually, after my first year at Halloween Horror Nights, the very next year, I volunteered to work a local haunt. I mean, it was very small. It was for a fire station, but it was so fun. Like, I remember I had this really... I got a good room. I had a boo hole that was in a very dark hallway with a bunch of pool noodles and strobe lights. And I had a a drop window. So I got people real good. But I'll tell you what, I was sweating my ass off. I had like this mask. But it was a lot of hard work, but it was really fun. And then another night I got to be like a roaming kind of like zombie in Mm. front, which was fun. Um, But it was, I'll tell you what, I got, (laughs) I hurt myself that night. I lunged at somebody a little too fast and I literally overstepped so bad and I like dislocated my knee. Mm. So I was like limping the whole night. I'm like, well, they can't tell at least because I just look like a a zombie, but... I used to work on local haunts, too, and I was always the girl doing weird contortion and stuff because I cheered all my life, so I was just super flexible. Uh So I was always the girl doing the, um... Like the back bend and walking thing, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so... uh, To be young and Just being exposed to it, and then you kind of just started liking it more and more, and now Mm -hmm. here we are going all the time. (laughs) So, um, our next question says, which countries do you want to see featured in future houses? in either folktale or mythological sense or an original storyline. And actually, um, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. And we both kind of have the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you talk about it a little bit. Um, I would choose Greece and the Greek gods. I am very much uh-huh. into Greek mythology. Same. Well, um, tell them your cat's name. My cast name is Eros. For those who do <laughs> not know, Eros is the son of Aphrodite, and he is actually the Greek equivalent to the Romans Cupid. Yeah. So Cupid in Greek is Eros, mm-hmm. and he's the one that's the little, you know, Eros shooting yeah. little, making people fall in love. And it's one of my favorite Greek mythology stories, him and, him and right. Psyche, which is his wife, I believe, they get mm-hmm. married. Um, so yeah. I'm just very much into Greek mythology, and I think it will work very well. Not Pandora's boxy, but maybe, like, each god. Yeah. Like, horrifying each god would be really, really cool to see. I agree. And I even said, like, an, uh, like an original house set in, like, ancient Greece, mm-hmm. and you have all the Greek gods, and maybe they're coming after you. Like, kind of like all of it has gone wrong. Right. Like, I mean, even, it's not exactly the same, it's very different, but Sir Henry's for Valentine's Day had a Cupid house, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, he was like a fault, like, obviously it was like, tired of all these people, yeah. but it was like, it was cool. I mean, you could do something like that with the Greek gods very easily. Well, the gods themselves, they were terrifying to the Greeks. Yeah. Like, they were scared of the gods' wrath. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Aphrodite, if people compared her beauty to anyone else's, like, she gets pissed. Mm-hmm. And she'll turn that person, like, into a spider, if you know the story about Arachne. Uh-huh. Arachne You the could spider. also have, like, yeah. when you throw stuff into that, you could also have, like, Medusa and, like, the snakes. Right, and, Medusa. Like, a whole snake room and right. people turning to stone. Mm-hmm. There's a really a lot you could do with it. And I'm actually really surprised we haven't had anything like that I yet. I know, honestly. Because that's, like, a really great idea. Universal, hire me and I'll fucking design this whole house for you. <laughs> I know so much Greek mythology that's insane. Mm-hmm. You need to get to put to use at some way besides naming my pets and hopefully my future daughter and sons after (laughs) exactly um so the next one says what is your scariest moment now this one i think you can kind of answer both in an hhn way or just like an like a haunt or something you did in general what was your scary moment scariest my scariest moment is not hhn Mm mm-hmm 
Um, I did a ghost tour in St. Augustine. Oh, me too. Which I was a little skeptical at first. I was like, this is, this kind of seems a little hoaxy. Like a money grab? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't know, St. Augustine is like the oldest city in maybe. Florida. Yeah, maybe. It's definitely a haunted, there's a lot yeah, of ghost there's stories. Yeah, l- there's a lot of ghost stories going on in St. Augustine. So I said, sure, let's do the, the damn thing. And it took us to several locations on a little trolley. It took, it was at night. Oh. It took us to the wax museum, took us to this graveyard. Oh. It took us to the, pr- I did the exact same tour as you yeah. then. Because that's exactly what it I did It took us too. to the prison. Oh, that was um, good. In the wax museum, I was getting chills down my spine. I'm like, oh shit, this is fucking creepy. At mm-hmm. the graveyard, it looked creepy and i'm like i don't see anything whatever it was when we got to the jailhouse in the jailhouse everyone's looking at the tour guide we're inside the jailhouse itself we're like in the cells he's talking and i just start looking around because i'm like woohoo adhd is fun (laughs) um and i'm just looking around and then i see something and i'm like wait a minute i look back at the tour guide and i look back to where i saw it and it was gone Mm -hmm. and i was like um yeah. And I told everyone. You're like, hello? I told everyone I went with, I'm like, hey, I just saw a ghost. <laughs> LOL. And they were like, there's no fucking way you saw it. I'm like, aren't we not on a fucking ghost tour in the most haunted sites in like, the city? Like, y'all paid for this. Y'all right. want to see a ghost? Like, w- no one believed me. You know, it's, it's really funny you say that because I did the exact same tour probably in like 2019 or it had to be before COVID. It was like Mm -hmm. 2019 and we did the same place. We went to the prison Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what, going into that prison, I felt very uncomfortable. Like you could just feel it. Well, cause there's a wax museum was like, meh, it wasn't scary. That's why the cemetery wasn't really anything crazy, but the, the jail. And then another thing I actually saw a ghost on that tour as well. And I got a picture and I always show people, I'm like, cause you can see the orb like sitting and then it goes, Boom! And, right. and um, because the, our tour guide was like, just take pictures and videos, uh, see what you can see, because sometimes stuff will come up in pictures and you won't see it. Right. But back outside of the jail, you know where they had, the, it's almost like where people were hung. Yeah, they had, yeah. Yes, I was taking pictures of that, and that's where I saw the orb. And it was so weird. I mean, you know, maybe we're just seeing shit, but it no, was, that I was, it, it was, it, it's a very real, like when you see, like, I don't know, things that, make you feel like you're seeing ghosts or something is absolutely terrifying but i i feel like another thing that is probably my scariest moment in general sometimes um i'll be like half asleep half awake like on the verge of falling asleep and sometimes if i'm like really exhausted like my mind starts going to sleep before like i'm physically asleep it's Mm -hmm. really hard to explain right but sometimes i'll start having a scary dream like immediately but i'm not all the way asleep and i'll wake up or like something will happen in my dream that's so freaking scary that I wake up like rapidly and I open my eyes and I see shit right and it's scary as hell and there's nothing I can do and I it's so weird because I'm so tired that I wake up panicked and then within two seconds I'm asleep like I wake up I don't even move I like gasp or I'll look at it and Tyler will tell you all the time he's like laughs at me for it but sometimes I get absolutely terrified and um it's just I don't know. There's been times where I just see people. There's been times where I see things. And it's it's never the thing I see in my dream. But I see it. And it's it's probably just because my mind is half asleep and half awake. But it's absolutely terrifying. Because it's always when I'm in bed. And it's always when I'm almost asleep. And I don't know. It just scares the absolute shit out of me. That's probably my scariest moment. It happens all the time. <laughs> Fair enough. Got a lot of scary moments. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't believe no one believed me. I'm like, if yeah. I was going to see a ghost, this would be the place for me to see it. Yeah. I agree. 
All right. Our next one says, what is our least favorite HHN house we've ever been in or heard of? <laughs> you go first or me? Sure. I'm going to make it quick and sweet. I don't really want to talk shit. Um, Halloween 4. Yeah. <laughs> I did the house by myself and... It was okay. Me and Michael were just... Just vibing. I feel like I was getting coffee <laughs> with a friend. Yeah. For me, uh, my least favorite HHN house, um, I'm going to say was Lunatic's Playground 3D. You don't stand, you won't stand a chance or whatever it is. Okay. Just because I didn't feel... I didn't love... I don't hate on 3D houses. I do like 3D houses. I also get very motion sickness, so sometimes 3D isn't right. my favorite thing. Um, I didn't really love this house, and I also didn't really love, like, the character design. I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's really just, like, asylum patients and guards. Yeah. But 3D. <laughs> but, so, but different colors. Didn't love it. I, I'm actually sad that that was Chance's only solo house yeah, they I need to give do it again chance, yeah, yeah we should do it again they need to give chance another chance agreed <laughs> um our next question says would you guys ever do a meetup at hhn um and this one so it's a little bit tricky we would love to meet anyone and everyone who yeah. listens to our show so if you see us in the parks or online just you can say hi you can dm us talk to us we would absolutely love to talk, run some houses um i don't think the parks love when people do like social media meetups so we can't do, like, a whole-ass, like... Probably not, yeah. Okay, on this Saturday, we're all going to meet here, and we're going to But we can definitely group. post when we'll be at the event, and if you see us, definitely yes. say hi. Maybe we or, can get a run-in. Maybe we'll be like, hey, we're hanging out in so-and-so scare zone yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, come, come find say us. Hi. Exactly. Yeah. We're both very outgoing people. It's very fun, so. and we're easy to talk to. Yeah. Come find us. Um, the next one says, um, this was kind of like a concept for a house. So um, this concept, I'm just going to kind of read it. And, and they wanted to see what we thought about it. Um, this one says, if Universal did a Universal Monsters house, <laughs> Nikki. It's for me. Where where <laughs> um, one monster is essentially killing people. And you had to figure out which monster it was before like the end of the house or it's too late. And it says, say the suspect would be, like, Wolfman, Dracula, Phantom, um, Quasimodo, and the Mummy. But every night it changes. So it's kind of like, the first thing I think of is the game Clue. Yeah. Every day it's like somebody else did it. Right. But you have to have the things. I think it would be cool. Yeah. I think, like, the desk has to, like, match the monster, obviously. Yeah. So, like. But it would be fun to, like, say, oh, that's totally something right. that Drac would have done. That'd be very fun. I think it would be kind of simple to do, too. You just kind of change. Right. The, there, yeah. it, would be, it would be a little tricky, I feel like, to write out at first. But there's definitely things that they could interchange nightly. Yep. Or even <laughs> just say, like, every Thursday it's this one. I mean, even even when we did Legends Collide, the the winner at the end did change, which and it wasn't like a huge prop change. No, but, but the way they did that was it was two separate doors. Yes, that you went through. So, but do you remember? Um, sometimes you'd see Drac on the wall, and it op- or it opened and closed, and it was like if Drac lost. Yes, you could see him on the wall. Yeah, he's beforehand. Yes, yeah. but if because... he won, then the door was cl- it was a door. Right, it was a door that closed. It showed mm-hmm. different things. Yep. Yeah, so they've done that. They've done it a little bit. I think it would be really cool to have a house that changed. Just in general, if you do it with monsters, even better. I'm always down for a monster's house. So yeah. anything monsters, I'm in. I'm really curious to see um, how they would be able to change the actual kills to match. Well, like there's definitely things that for are like Wolfman iconic. Yeah, for, for Wolfman, I'd be like a more mutilated body. It's a wolf, like obviously. ripped apart. For Dracula, bite marks on the neck. Phantom, well, yeah. it would be um, stage props used to kill. Right. Well, maybe at the beginning, 
it's kind of consistent, so it's hard to find. And right. then maybe you start seeing these changes later in the house, kind of like we did with Legends Collide. Right. Because either way, they're you're kind of battling it out regardless. And then right. we get a monster's house with all these monsters in it, so I'd be happy. I love my monsters. I'd love to see it. Especially Quasimodo. <laughs> if you don't yeah. know, Phantom's real name is Eric, by the way, guys. Oh, okay. Fun fact of the day. Good to know. All right, the next one says, um, this one's kind of fun, too. What is your dream HHN outfit slash look if you had an unlimited budget for hair, makeup, shoes, and your outfit? Do you want to go first or you want me to sure. go first? I love getting glammed up. Um, if I had an unlimited budget, I would definitely go professional and get my hair and makeup done professionally. Mm -hmm. um, Listen, opening weekend is the it's Met the Gala. Gala. It is the <laughs> Met Gala. Um, I would definitely go for a very, like, gothic queeny look maybe like a cute black short dress yeah. and like you know my little frankenstein boots my frankenstein boots are a must and my fishnets fishnets are part of the uniform yeah. where is your uniform it's the fishnets for hhn we buy multi-packs here here's the tea if you're gonna if you're a girl that wears fishnets to hhn they're on amazon you can get a multi-pack with like four pairs you have to buy it before the event, though. It takes a couple days. It's yeah. not just prime, And they like, do sell days. out. See? Yes. And because everyone and their mother has to get the fucking fishnets. But let me so. tell you what. They are one size fits all. And I have, I'll tell you right now, my thighs are big. Mm -hmm. And these fit me good. Really good. And they're and, good quality. And they're, it's different, like, size holes, if that makes sense. So, like, you get a four-pack, and one has, like, really, really small holes. One has big holes. Yeah. One has medium holes. So it's, like, whatever so the outfit call for. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but we can talk more about those yeah. in our tips That's and tricks. That's a very specific episode. one. Yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, for me, it's kind of funny. Um, I said that hair and makeup is meh. I don't really need a huge budget for it. I, I mean, I kind of like doing my own hair and makeup. I I am a big makeup person, so the makeup that I do use, I really love, and I'm very picky about what I use because stuff feels different. The only thing I would want a higher budget for in terms of hair and makeup is for it to actually last the entire day of the event. Because you know how many times we spend getting ready and it's like, it rains or I'm sweating and my hair is like... Well, we can't control the weather. That's true. But sometimes if you wear really, like, expensive makeup, it stays on better. I wear expensive makeup. That's why I'm, I wear my makeup, makeup lasted that night that we got <laughs> rained out. No, if you look at the picture of me that night, my mascara is literally running down my face. But other than that, I mean, I just want my hair and makeup to last. But for... It's funny because I said for an outfit... I really prefer to wear oversized horror t-shirts and biker shorts with my fishnets and my comfy shoes. So if I can get a cuter outfit that's comfy, I'm all for it. Yeah. But if it's not comfy, I don't want it. I don't care how much it is. Um, if it's not comfy, yeah, I can't. The thing is, I've broken in my boots so much that I can oh, walk yeah. forever in them at this point. So they are comfortable for me. Right. Um, our next question... Um, kind of music related it says um since they had adapted an american werewolf in london in the weekend after hours nightmares houses would you be interested in seeing michael jackson's thriller as a house i mean i don't see why not yeah he, again like yeah. that expend more fans coming to the event so why not that's like a classic um and this also kind of got me thinking um thriller because then i think back to the music video i'm like oh that would be really cool to have that as a house the only thing i would like to see is more of an original take on it versus just the music video because the only thing i think is how quick the song is over mm -hmm. i would kind of like it, each room to be kind of like not just the song thriller playing through the whole house you know what i mean i don't know if that makes sense but then i was kind of also thinking like oh well what if they did like an 
this sounds so cheesy, but like Halloween hits classics house. Oh my god! We have Thriller. We have the, the purple people eater. Purple people eater. We have Monster Mash. We can match. no, but seriously, I think it'd be so fun. I mean, there's a lot they could do um, with Thriller, though. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson. I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm a fan of music houses. Come for me. So I feel like this will be fun. Absolutely. And they, you know, the weekend was very successful. Mm-hmm. They also had that Alice Cooper house. I like that a lot. Yeah. And I'm not a huge Alice Cooper fan. But the, the songs that they put in that house and the way that they did it, I think music houses, though, do work better when there's a larger variety of music that they can use with right. it. And it's not essentially just um, a single song. That's my only concern about a Thriller house is it just being the, the song Thriller. But I do think the actual story, like, throughout the music video would work really awesome as a house, yeah. for sure. The next one says, um, aside from The Last of Us, which video games would you like to see as houses or a scare zone at HHN? Do you um, wanna, what's your take on that? So, sorry, I'm not a gamer. I'm not a huge gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is I'm just going to go off of what like I've seen pictures of mm-hmm. and what people have told me. Um, I know the movie's coming out this year, but of, or is it this year? Yeah. Yeah, October. Yeah. The um, Five Nights of Freddy at Freddy's, I feel mm-hmm. like the character design of that game is very creepy and i feel like it would lend itself very well to a house agreed i totally agree with that one yeah i don't um i actually don't know a whole lot about five nights at freddy but my nephews love it right absolutely love it and there we go expanding the fan yeah you get some a, a lot more of a crowd for me um i know in the past we had silent hill and we also had resident evil um, and those were both really great houses. I really liked them both. And um, those do have movie adaptations. So right. I don't know if maybe that's why. Because I was able to watch the movie and I necessarily didn't have to play the game. And even with The Last of Us, having the show kind of helps. Because right. then you ha- get the storyline as well. Um, but something I actually... I don't play video games really a whole lot either. But um, my husband does and so does his brother and a lot of people that I'm friends with. So I asked them each individually, didn't let them collaborate which house or which video game they think would be really good as a house or scares on HHM. And every single one of them said the exact same game. And they all said the game Dead Space. Mm -hmm. So the concept of the game Dead Space, it's kind of like a, a spaceship, essentially. People are living on it, working on it, etc. In space. In space. And something happens and all communication is lost. So what the peop- they do is they send an engin- this guy who's an engineer, they send him to this spaceship to essentially figure out what the hell is going on. So when he gets there, there's no power, no communication, nothing. It's dark. It's scary. I mean, you're in space. It, I mean, there's no power. Think about how much you need power for on a space station. Right. Like for oxygen, for to open doors, to do things. And um, there is these like aliens on this ship that are absolutely terrifying. I think I saw the, the Yeah, because we looked into right. it. Think of like the thing from the original movie. Mm-hmm. They kind of look like that. Like, but these, yeah, they're just scary. There's yeah. there's different si- like there's different kinds of aliens. There are different sizes. There's big ones. There's small ones. And it's terrifying because this space station has no power and essentially is under lock. Like, right. you can't get out. There's certain doors you can't get into. Like, you're trying to find your way through. It's scary. Like, these aliens are terrifying. And every one of them, because the people I asked have all been to HHN as well, and they all said, that, they're like, oh, that would be cool. And they recently remastered it as well. So that's a game that came out a while ago, but it was remastered. And I think right. there's three of them, I believe. Um, 
I don't know for sure because I haven't played it, but if you've played Dead Space and you think it would be good as a house, let us know what you think. I'm curious to see um, a little bit. I'm curious to learn more about it, but it, it looks like a really cool idea, and I don't think it's too crazy to say 100% no. I mean, I don't see why it couldn't come. It's, I mean, from what I understand, it's not like a PlayStation exclusive or anything. Right. So it's pretty, pretty well known. And our last question. Do you want to read this one? Sure. If one house from HHN Orlando was to be made a full-time full time year-round house, which one would you be okay with seeing? Did we say the same one? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Take a guess. <laughs> if you know me. <laughs> it's the Universal, Universal Monsters. Monsters. Yeah, from 29. I think, and when I thought of this first, I was like, okay, year-round. So it can't be like an IP, like... The Last of Us right. or something. It can't be too Nietzsche. It yeah. has to be, like, It has general. to be something that can go on for years and years. Right. And if it's not as hyped as us. It's not, like, gonna be hyped and then die out. Right. And the monsters is what started the horror franchise, essentially. Yeah. So, like... Having a Universal Monsters house all right. year round would be so fun. And it would fit really well in the parks. Yeah. Especially Epic Universe is rumored to kind of get that whole, you know, that whole monsters mm-hmm. area. Right. So... I think that would well be in there. a great house to have year round. I just want to see it again. Agreed. That would be so fun to be able to do year round. Yeah. I would but do it every time I came to visit. I think so too. But then you come into the issue. The thing with year round houses, you come to the issue that Hollywood had that like only like two scare actors are in there and it's all just yeah. props really. But we're That's trying to stay positive. Thing too. Yeah. Yeah. It would be really cool to have a year round house. I would hope if they had it year round, they were able to make some changes. Or even like that idea earlier, have something that ch- that changes throughout the story that alternates. Because otherwise, if you have a year round house that's the exact same, eventually you're going to be like, all right. Well, maybe not you. Because you really love the monsters. <laughs> I love my monsters. So I, I, think would at, be happy. I think at some point, I personally would be like, all right, well, let me just go do something else. Well, yeah. I feel like that's what the allure of. Um, HHM really is sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's only here for such a short period of time, so. And that's also a reason we appreciate it so much, because we can only see these houses for so long, but... Other than that, yeah. Well, thank you guys for sending in these, these questions. These were all really good questions. These were guys. great. We answered every single question that we got. We didn't get any like crazy ones. Um, if for some reason like you sent a question and we didn't read it, I was so sorry. Um, we got so many questions, and I I'm pretty sure we got them all. Yeah. But if we missed yours, it was not like we didn't like it, or it was like we genuinely think we were pretty sure we got them all. Right. We tried to get <laughs> every single one. So if we didn't, I'm so sorry. Um, maybe it came in later after we yeah. kind of closed it, but. Other than that, yeah, thanks for getting to know us and getting us to 500. We really appreciate it, and we had a really great time answering these questions. Yeah. So If we get to 1,000, maybe we'll do something similar. Oh, shit, yeah. If we get, to, we get there, we're going to have to have a party or something. Yeah. But, all right, thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.